I got downsized. And so, and um, let me get that off. It got downsized. And so, you know, what some might feel is kind of a, an awakening. It was, but to me, it was an opportunity, Jeremy. I, I felt out of adversity comes opportunity. And I thought there had to be a better way. So, you know, I, I learned, uh, I'm so fortunate that I learned that I was a pawn in someone else's game. Um, I was never going to get paid what I felt my value was because somebody else would always determine that. Uh, I wouldn't have the time freedom that uh, most of us would like to have when it comes to family and the other things that you spoke of, hobbies and friends and, you know, charities and, you know, spiritual church communities, all that kind of stuff by working for someone else. So I moved back to Michigan. I started a company uh, that was called Environmental Solutions and Assessments. And we were removing leaking underground storage tanks in Michigan that contaminated the groundwater table. So I knew business ownership was where wealth was created. And I was in, I was in traditional small business. And for the second time in a short career, you know, I got my butt kicked because I just didn't understand timing. Uh, so I was in the oil industry, wrong place, wrong time. I started my environmental company, good idea, but two years too early. So for those that are listening in tonight, um, you know, maybe, maybe some of you can relate. Uh, I, I bartended at night. I framed houses in the morning for $7 an hour to do anything I could to, you know, kind of keep that company going. And it was at that very time that my wife and I got introduced to the direct selling association. Uh, it wasn't legal shield at the time. Uh, it was a different company. And although I was not familiar with the model, uh, I like the idea of, of, of really the story. So we found the two top people in the company, uh, told them, you know, we were hard workers and they taught us the business. And within the next five years, we built distribution in seven countries and we're what were called president's advisory council members, which was the top 1% of income earners, you know, with that company. Um, they changed their product line. So Darcy and I left and started over with the People's Network. Uh, personal development, positive training, you know, television network. And, you know, the whole world bet against us, said you can't do it. Well, we felt we could. You know, it was a network that was based on no sex, no crime, no violence. It was all positive programming. And Jeremy, as you know, that company was acquired by Harlan Stone Cipher and prepaid legal in 1998. So that was, Jeremy, my first introduction to Legal Shield. And look, you know, let me be real clear. You know, I come from a family of attorneys in Michigan. Uh, I knew the value of counsel. I knew the value of having access at a young age because I watched my grandfather represent people that couldn't afford them because he had such a love for the law. He would still represent them and he would barter with them, you know, so there would be some form of exchange. So when I saw prepaid legal, it only took a couple of hours to realize that this was what I felt the best kept secret in North America. And um, it was at that point that we did a little more due diligence, had a chance to fly up to Ada, met Mr. Stone Cipher, met your dad and spent time with your dad, just really understanding the intricacies of what this business was about. And Darcy and I came on board. And um, uh, in that time, we've uh, developed uh, right at 90 ring earners and uh, 40 millionaire club members. And I'm as excited about the people today. I'm as excited about the friendships we've made. Uh, and as I'm as excited about the future as I've ever been. So um, 
you know, it's been an exciting time to say the least. And so fortunate to have come across this great company. More importantly, this great product that serves so many people. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I think it's important to understand, you know, it's a lot of times we see, um, you know, John and Darcy Hoffman, um, and to understand, you know, this isn't a get rich quick scheme, right? I mean, you know, you've had to put in, um, but by the, by the reliance on systems, uh, you know, especially building two events. And I know for a lot of folks on this Zoom tonight, I, I would venture to say over half of them haven't been to a live event, a big, a big time event. And just, just from your, your decades of experience, how vital is that on their learning curve, their belief, uh, you know, so forth and so on? Um, how critical is this what's coming up to going to be to their the growth of their business? Well, let me let me you, you said two things, I think, that are really important there. And let me go back to timing. And, and, and look, there, there, there is no get rich quick in this world. You know, and if people are telling you that there is, you better run. You better run as fast as your little butt will carry you because it's a lie. You know, now, now, now let me explain how you can become wealthy in a much shorter time than your parents or grandparents. And that is by understanding timing. And, and look, when I, when I looked at, again, I was on a, I was standing on roofs, framing houses for $7 an hour sick and tired of being sick and tired, knowing that for things to change, I had to change. For things to get better, I had to get better. <clears throat> I got my butt kicked because I didn't understand timing, oil industry, my environmental company. So, you know, when, when I think of Legal Shield as an example, okay, you can do, you roll up your sleeves, you treat this business like a business, you can do in five to seven years, by treating this business like a business, what it took your parents or grandparents 40 years to do when it comes to income, you can do that. So it's not a get rich quick scheme, but if you understand timing and leverage it and take advantage of it, you know, and work through the trials and tribulations that come with any business, great things can happen. So let me, let me, let me go back to the next part of your question, because I think it's absolutely paramount. Um, and, and that is events, the, the, especially the live events. And so um, Darcy and I just went down to Sarasota, Florida to an investor conference. Well, we reached out to an old friend of ours that we haven't seen in 25 years, and his name is Jeff Roberti. Jeff Roberti is the gentleman, along with his partner, Cheryl Cortese, who taught Darcy and I the business when we got involved in 1989 with our very first direct sales company. That company was called NSA. The company today markets a product called Juice Plus. So that company's still around. So Jeff and Cheryl taught us the business. When I met Jeff, he was 24 years of age. And this was 1989. He was 24 years old. I was 28 at the time. And he was making $300,000 a month. So I didn't believe it. When I first heard it, because I didn't think things like that were possible. And when I finally had a chance to see some of his checks that he made copies of, I realized, you know, that the dude was making $10,000 a day. Fast forward, fast forward for a second to just four or five weeks ago when Darcy and I were in Sarasota, we went over and saw Jeff. We played pickleball together. We, we hung out. And he's been with that company since, since when I met him. 
and he has earned $150 million with NSX. So he's one of the top money earners in the entire direct selling business, more than Dexter Yeager, more than Bill Britt, more than the, some of these other guys with the big Amways. Why am I sharing all this with you? Because he still lives by the same principles that he taught Darcy and I um, over 33 years ago. And here, and if you're taking notes for everybody on the, on the call tonight, here, here's what he taught us, and it hasn't changed. Number one, use the product. Number two, share the product, share the membership. Number three, share the opportunity. Number four, build free events. And number five, teach one through four. That's really as simple as I'm gonna kind of keep it here for a minute. And so I understand being a product of the product. Look, you know, if there wasn't an opportunity with this company, I would tell everybody about the product. I can reach behind me in my credenza. You guys can see my library behind me. I'm not a criminal. I'm not a bad guy, but I got a file probably that thick of over 20 years of how I've used Legal Shield. I mean, they've paid me a lot of money, but I can only guess the peace of mind and security I've had from what they've saved me in money. Um, so I'm a product of the product, okay? What that does for your retention is absolutely critical. Because if your team's a product of the product and maybe they decide the business isn't, they'll never quit the product. Number two is because I believe in the product, I share that product with everybody. Because I share the product with everybody, I believe in the opportunity. So I'm always recruiting. I'm always looking and asking, who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? We're experiencing phenomenal growth. We're expanding our opportunity and you know, Oklahoma City. We're expanding our opportunity in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're expanding our opportunity in Birmingham, Alabama. Who do you know? Who do you know? Always an executive recruiter mindset. But here's the ticket. Here's, here's the key. What Roberti taught Darcy and I, he said, is, is building, building for events. Your serious money earners, your big money earners work harder at number four than they do anything else. And that's building for events. You know, now you might be wondering, well, John, why are you saying that? Ladies and gentlemen, that's just simply where the magic happens. You know, I don't care if, you know, you're going to a college football game. I don't care if you're going to a concert, maybe somebody that you would really love to go see. How do you better explain it? How do you better feel it? How do you better get into the moment uh, it, 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 other than being there, being front and center. And I don't know of any other industry, Jeremy, and you know, you and Stephanie have been part of it a long time, but where you and I can go and we can assemble, we can fellowship, we can, can collaborate with the top people in industry and they're sharing and they're expressing their ideas. Why? You know, I, I'm happy to pay it forward. I'm happy to talk to people about what we did to be successful. And I'm also happy to say, here's what we did that didn't work so that you don't have to repeat it. So, so by going to an event, you can basically exponentially grow your business, you know, in, in a three to six to nine month period versus not going to the event because of the people you get to associate with, the notes you get to take, and how you move it from your head to your heart because of what it is you get a chance to learn.
you know, so anyhow, um, you know, uh, all excuses are equal. I'll tell you one other quick story. My middle daughter, Brittany, and Jeremy, you know how I'm a family guy. I love my girls, man. I, I, I got two amazing son-in-laws, three grandkids. You know, I'm blessed. I'm very fortunate, you know, but my daughter, my, my, my Brittany, my middle one came to me. Um, this was six years ago and said, Hey, uh, uh, we're getting married on March. I think it was sixth or March, maybe. No, no, no. It was March on like 28th or something. I said, honey, I'm so proud. Of you. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm going to miss your wedding. She's like, dad, what, what's wrong with you? I said, honey, We've had a clear understanding that no matter what in life, if the legal shield event is going on, I've got a commitment to that event. She's like, oh, that's right. And she moved her wedding. She moved it to, I think it was March. My wife will kill me because I don't remember the date, but I think it was March, March 8th or something like that. But uh, anyhow, it's like, that's just how it is. All excuses are equal, but I'm not going to miss the event. Jeremy Moore is not going to miss the event. We got six figure incomes, but I tell you what, I'm freaking out if I'm not at the event because there's information I know that I can get from somebody that's going to help me better build my business, better build my organization, better market memberships, better build retention and all those good things. So anyhow, um, maybe that's a little more than you wanted, but vents are absolutely critical. And guess what? We're back together here in about three weeks. How cool is that? That's awesome. And, and, and kind of going along that same line, uh, one of our uh, up and coming rising stars uh, this this year. I'm gonna he wrote a question out here, but I'm gonna let him ask you, uh, Mr. Hoffman. He's he's one of the top recruiters on the in an organization. Matter of fact, last year he was one of the top recruiters in all of Southern California. He's building a tremendous team, but he's doing it on the side, just a part time gig. Uh, just you know, right now I believe he's in a in a barrack. If I'm looking, yeah, it does. It looks like a pretty plain room, but he's he's in drill sergeant school right now in South Carolina. But uh, I know he's eager to get back home to his, his beautiful wife and his two babies. But uh, Mr. Kevin Moore, uh, why don't you just? I, I could read your question, but I ask Mr. Hoffman. Yeah, sure. Can everyone hear me? Okay, looks like we can. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I am in the barracks right now. I've been up since three twenty a.m. Plus the time change. I'm, I'm time. I'm, exhaust right now but you don't miss the events which actually kind of tied into what i was asking so i've really only been in um work my legal show business since august of 2020 so my question for you sir uh, mr hoffman is what are some things that we were doing the leaders were doing before the covid outbreak that we should be prepared to take advantage of when things start to get back to normal because we're getting there what are the things that we were having success doing that we could start to utilize? Because as far as I've been in here, it's all been Zoom, 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 virtual. What should we get ready to take advantage for? You mentioned events, um, but as far as activity, being um, uh, memberships or recruiting and team building, what are the things that we should expect for as we get back to normal and in-person activity? Yeah. Hey, listen, fantastic question, Kevin. And uh, are you are, are you in the military? I'm, I'm in the Army Reserve, so most okay. of the time I'm at home in Southern California. And I'm doing my thing, real part-time thing, but I'm at the Drill Sergeant Academy, so I've been here for the last uh, eight weeks now. I come home uh, March 23rd. I'm still in Performance Club, and we're kids, but um, yeah, still in Performance Club every single month, um, well, but I'm in the reserves. Okay, fantastic. Well, reserves or not, thank you for your service. I appreciate you. Um, and, and any of our uh, uh, men and women in uniform on the call tonight, I absolutely 
give thanks and appreciate you. So great question. So let's let's go ahead and talk about that. Um, here, here's something that I learned, and, and you guys can all write this down. A O M A, A O M A. It, it's called all out massive action. Whether you're part time or full time, it doesn't matter. So, so again, this is what I learned at a fairly young age. Uh, I remember being young like you one day. So this was back back, back when I was your age. <laughs> this is what Roberti, Jeff Roberti, taught us. Okay, you have warm market you have cold market and you have on the street cold market. So, you know, whether you're part-time or full-time, it doesn't matter, but you should operate your business as a business and always be thinking all out massive action. I, I don't know. I, I, for some reason I learned at a young age, Kevin, that, you know, there was a safety in numbers and a law of averages. Uh, I, I didn't know how many people I needed to see to be able to recruit a, a, a Jeremy Moore or, or, a, or a Kevin or a Jimmy Parrish. I, I didn't know how many people it would take, but I knew that the quicker I went through the numbers, the sooner I could find a Jeremy and Stephanie Moore. Does that make sense? So it's, it's a lot like being a 300 hitter in baseball. I don't know how many balls I have to swing at to become a 300 hitter. But the sooner I start swinging and the sooner I start striking out, the sooner I start learning how to hit a curveball. So in, in our business, it's no different. It's, it's, it's called activity. So number one, my warm market. I have a responsibility to reach out to everybody I know to tell them about this amazing company I'm in. Number one, they should all get the membership. And number two, I really don't care if they do the business, but because of my network, they might know people who are dissatisfied or maybe hungry for an opportunity. So that's my warm market. Number two is cold market. These are people we don't know. Let's, let, let, let's just agree that there's a lot of people out there like you, Kevin, who are looking for a side hustle. There's a lot of people out there who are part of the gig economy. There's a lot of people out there who are waiting tables and have been downsized in the restaurant business that are hungry for an opportunity. There's a lot of people driving Ubers that might like to take a look at an opportunity like we got. How do we reach out to those that are in the cold market? Well, I got a, I got a hundred ideas on how to do it and I won't go into it tonight. My third point is on the street cold market. So here's the beauty of kind of Kevin, where we are today. We're finally going back out for our Dunkin' Donuts coffee. We're finally going back out to Panera Bread. You know, we're going out to Starbucks. We're not sheltering in place. We're playing pickleball. We're playing tennis. We're going to the gym. We're working out. We're going to the golf course. We're back at church with all of our, you know, brothers and sisters. You know, we're in the community. We're, we're, we're doing the charitable events. On the street, cold market means now we have an opportunity to add that many more pipe people into our pipeline and get them exposed to the membership and get them exposed to the opportunity. So that's really the beauty that we have back with us today that we've kind of lost because people just weren't getting out and having access to those people on the street. So we've got our warm market, we've got our cold market, and we've got the opportunity everywhere we go to strike up conversations with people we don't know and get our membership and get our opportunity in front of them. Not because we're necessarily recruiting them, but because we're always asking them who they know, who they know, who they know. And, and a lot of the people will want to be part of it with you. Others will refer you to people that are dissatisfied or maybe hungry. So great question. I hope that makes sense. Yeah.
Thank you. Fantastic. Uh, very well stated. Um, do you have a, do you have, uh, I believe I, I asked a couple more people if they had something prepared. Um, uh, Mark, Mr. Udi, do you, do you have a question for Mr. Hoffman? You know, the biggest thing that I ask uh, and I'm trying to figure out constantly is how to get people to be motivated and plug in to these things. I don't know the best way or what to say to say, hey, you got to be here. And maybe that's something you can address. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the secret to that. Hey, Big Mark. Good to see you, my friend. How are you? Good. Good to see you, good, sir. Good, man. Good. You look good. You, you look good, brother. Um, I, I don't know if there's ever, you know, anything that is right to say. I, I kind of. If, if, if I always ask people for permission to coach and, you know, and if they give you permission to coach, you've got an opportunity to get down and dirty for lack of a better word, or you get a chance to be real with people. Um, the other, the other things I do is I like to ask questions. I like to ask them, well, why, why did you get involved with legal shield? What are some of your dreams, your goals, your desires, your aspirations? What, what is it that you would like to have out of this business that maybe you haven't had out of other businesses and when I get a chance to kind of learn their why and, and, and kind of get into some of their dreams, now I've got a chance to really speak to why it's important to be at the event, you know, because, because you might tell me all day long how, you know, you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. I, I, I want to retire my wife from, from nursing because she's working 12 hours a day, busting her butt. And she's just, she's just not happy. And, you know, but then you won't go to the event. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Your actions don't match your words, my friend, you know, and that's where I say, hey, you know, can I have permission to coach? They're like, absolutely. And that's why I say your actions don't match your words. You want this. You want this. You want this. You want to retire your wife. But, oh, you're not going to drop seven, eight hundred dollars to go get a hotel and get your notepad out and get get 20 pages of notes on how to build your business. No, 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 no. It doesn't add up. So it's just, you know, for me and Mark, we've spent a lot of time together. I just really work hard at getting very real with people. And, and I see a lot of people today that don't want to get real. You know, this political correctness is a bunch of garbage, you know, and um, uh, holding people accountable. I would rather have you speak straight to me because I think that's what love is versus patting me on the back and saying, oh, you'll be OK. That's a bunch of baloney. So anyhow, um, good question. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, do you have time for one more quick question from another leader? Yeah, for as long as I don't get in trouble here. <laughs> oh, you're good. I like it. Uh, it sounds awesome coming from you. <laughs> um, Mr. Manley Wilson, do you have a question for uh, Mr. Hoffman? I do. It's good to see you, John. Look forward to Manly, seeing you. Manley, so it's good. so good to see you. Great to you, see you. you. You too. Tell Darcy we said hi. Um, yep. My question to you during, I know we're getting back to live events, thank God, but during the pandemic, I know your team kept growing. What were maybe one or two or three things that y'all were doing during the pandemic to keep it going till we could get back to live event status? You know, I, Manly, I don't, I mean, I, I think it was just an opportunity to kind of be willing to shift, you know, be open to change. Um, we, we did continue to grow, but, but our business solutions business suffered quite a bit, you know, as, as you all know, um, you know, getting in front of decision makers and HR directors wasn't happening, getting in front of employees wasn't happening. 
you know, but what, what could we do? Number one, we could, we could continue to communicate and, 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 and keep the messaging alive to that, that business sector. At the same time, it allows the business solution folks to pivot and, and start building an organization, maybe something they hadn't done before. So, so thinking pivot, thinking change and being okay with change, uh, utilizing technology, obviously more than we've ever utilized it. And, and that's why Zoom became so big, you know, and, um, but at the same time, continuing to leverage uh, the third party aspect, continuing to leverage more of kind of the group aspect. So, you know, when, when, when we would get four, five, six, seven new recruits together, you know, and maybe new associates, we, we would also put, you know, a team of associates on board that maybe had a blue collar background an engineering background so that they could get comfortable with the stories of others and maybe not just myself. Um, you know, so we always talk high touch, high tech, and make sure, you know, you take advantage of, the, of both. Uh, but leveraging technology in those, you know, COVID days was something we had to take advantage of more. But having an emphasis of trying to keep in the high touch was something we uh, we worked. I guess we tried to put our awareness toward. I hope that makes sense. It, it does. It does. I, I appreciate uh, the answer. Yeah, I think we're probably going forward, probably going to be using both uh, high tech and, and high touch. And I think, Manley, and I think that that's extremely important because as you, you and I both know, there's still people, I, I, don't, I don't mean this to sound bad, but there are still people who are fearful, you know, and they, rightfully so because the government's out of control. Uh, I don't live in fear. Uh, I never have. But for those that are concerned and don't maybe want to get out like they once did, you have my utmost respect. And that's where this technology comes into play for us and for them. Thank you very much. Turn it back over to Jeremy. Yeah, Manly, look forward to seeing you. You too, buddy. Uh, thank you for, for all those uh, taking time out, number one, Mr. Hoffman, to, to pour into us tonight. Uh, thank you for fielding a few questions from some of our leaders. And, and uh, you know, it was, it was very well done. And I really, really appreciate it. I really can't wait to, I, I mean, I want to shake your hand, but I want to hug Miss Darcy's neck uh, most, most. <laughs> Number one, but uh, I, I've I've appreciated. Uh, you've always been there for us. You've always been a, 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 a an ear to listen, and a, you've always been open to uh, for very sage advice. And everything you told the team tonight, guys, I you know put it to action because you know the proof is in is in the pudding. So, uh, Mr. Hoffman, again, thank you so much for for joining us tonight, and we'll see you in a few days. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, a big thanks to the Moore family. I uh, love you guys. Look forward to seeing you. And if you don't give me a hug, I'm going to have to smack you. Okay. <laughs> Will do. All right, guys. <clears throat> wow. Um, that was powerful. So powerful. We're so thankful for Mr. Hoffman's time uh, to join us. But um, we got a few things that I uh, want to wrap up with uh, tonight. Stephanie put in the chat box. So uh, if you want to look in the chat box on how to reach out to get registered for our team breakout. Um, a lot of you guys are registered for convention. You're going to be there. Register for our team breakout this Sunday morning. Uh, we're going to have a great time Sunday morning for us all to get together to, to leave the event. 
um, in, in, a, in a positive way, in a streamlined way to, to have marching orders and, and so forth. Um, so make sure you, you get registered right away. Uh, we, you know, for spacing and, and things like that, we really need a number. So, uh, you know, if you're team members, uh, you know, you have people going, um, ask Stephanie if they're registered, reach out to Stephanie, her number's in there, reach out to Stephanie and ask if they're registered. And then you have a great opportunity to, um, to, you know, they made the, com the commitment to be there, uh, take full advantage. Just like if you're going to be there um, uh, on Thursday, you need to go to, to Mr. Parrish and the whole Benjamin Franklin Society's uh, team's training. I mean, if you're there, take advantage of it, all that wisdom and knowledge on how to, how to, how to market this product. Um, in addition to that, uh, and we'll talk more about it in the next couple of weeks, but next Monday night, guys, next Monday night, we've got Mr. Mike Humes. Mike Humes is joining us next Monday night. Um, you know, I said, uh, you know, eight weeks ago that I would do whatever I can to put in front of you guys and your organizations, the best of the best. And, um, you know, I've, we've lived up to that this far and we're not slowing down because next Monday night we got Mr. Mike Humes, uh, and he will bring the house down. So make sure your teams, we do the communication. We put it out on, on the pages and, and text and emails and things like that. Don't rely on that solely. You know, just like Mr. Hoffman just said, high tech. Yeah, we do all the high tech, but it's us to uh, it's up to us as CEOs of our own team, our own companies, to do the high touch. You know, to make that personal phone call or that personal text reminder of, hey, you know, get these folks. I mean, if you if when you're listening to Darnell Self or a Marty Wynn or a Mike Humes or a John Hoffman or a Larry Smith or, a, uh, you know, Elizabeth Gardner, that those are all inspiring folks that are, you know, average ordinary folks that have done extraordinary things. And, um, you know, their, their stories are inspirational, but the information is vital to your business and to your future success. But um, thank you guys for plugging in tonight. Hope you have an amazing week. Um, you know, big things are happening in PPLSI, big things are happening in your organizations, man. There's, there's growth happening. Um, you know, there's new people showing up every single Monday. I love it. I love seeing all the new team members, keep that coming, keep people plugged in, but above all else, always, always, always keep God number one in each and every one of your lives. Keep your family second and PPLSI in third flight where it belongs, everything else will take care of itself. God bless you all and have an amazing week, everyone.